All right, guys, listen up. Okay. We're going live to tape in five, four, three, two. God dang. Cola Promotion presents the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, starring Ed Gran Tommy Martinez and Mr. Adam Tate, executive producer Shay Big Bubba Martinez. And now, here's the greatest podcast, according to them, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. <laughs> Excellent. I like it. Welcome and welcome to the Tom and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Season 2, Episode 12. And that voice you heard is that of El Gran Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll brother and the most humblest guy that I know on the face of this planet, mm. Mr. Adam Tate. Thank you, Tommy. There could be more humble people, but they would be at the Earth's core because they're not on the surface of the Earth. They're down below. Like the guys who work for (laughs) for the Mole Man. Yeah, yeah, those people. They're super humble. (laughs) Because there's no light. (laughs) They can't see the light. I guess so. (laughs) And producing, executive producing, is my son, Big Bubba, Jay Martinez. Producer and creator of the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. It was his brainchild, right? He yeah, brought it to you as yeah, a yeah, yeah. as a kernel of an idea. He is sitting, you know, he is sitting now in the executive uh, position, and that kernel is pop, pop, popping. And it's <laughs> <He's> popping. <laughs> Our show's popping. Pop locking. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah. Producing as executive producing, at least it is, you know, even yes. though he's not doing anything, which really what that's what that means. That's right. <laughs> he's just he's just in the title, though. Right. Yeah, he, he, he's part of it. He hasn't signed over the rights. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for that part. I took every, I took over everything else. That's my mixer. You're using my <laughs> mixer. See, that's why I haven't <laughs> I'm said it. Take it back. That's why I haven't said anything. <laughs> I understand. You see, without equipment, this like this thing don't go out. No, it doesn't. It's like, ooh, it? it's like, let me see, son. I gave you another credit. <laughs> There's another credit. You're producing again. You're mentioned at least. <laughs> yeah, Adam. Man, well, how's your week, man? It was uh, very good. Kind of busy, you know, with all the holiday mumbo jumbo going on. Christmas season's technically uh, almost over. We've kind of we've gotten through the holiday, so. We should be finishing up. No, this is a Latino home. This doesn't end until oh, no. uh, the day of the Epiphany on Three Kings Day. Oh yeah, which the, the, the is the Three Kings, which is the sixth of yeah of January. Oh yeah. man, you still got another what two weeks? Well, of you saw my decoration. My, celebration. My, de- my decorations are still out there. You know, at yeah. at, at thirty degrees this morning. Not oh, twenty one degrees. Excuse well, me. they don't they don't come down on the day of the holiday. Well, a lot of people do. A lot no. of people. Pull, yeah, I know a lot of people. A couple of my neighbors already pulled theirs down. What? Yeah. Wow, how anti-festive can I don't you know. be? And, and it was, and it was, you know, yesterday. So I was like, "What the hell's going yeah. on?" Are you you're taking time away from the actual holiday to I, tear down? I, I, well, <laughs> well, see, I think the uh, a lot of people just celebrate it, uh, the Christmas Eve as their as their kind of Christmas. They stay until midnight. They let their kids open their presents at this time and. They go to sleep, and then the next day it's Christmas, and it's pretty much a plus. Yesterday was pretty nice. It got up to about 50, was it? Yeah, it was a very nice day. So it was a nice day, so I could see them doing that, yeah. Hmm. 
But that seems not everybody though. I mean, just two or three of them. Not everybody. That seems a little bah humbuggy to me mm-hmm. though that you're tearing down your Christmas decorations on the day of Christmas. Well, I don't know. I know we got this like this mean looking lady there at the at the corner of the curve there where we live at. Uh-huh. And, Is she a listener uh, of the pod? I, I hope not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, you might and hear about this if, might, uh, yeah. if she is. Yeah, let's let's take any kind of of, uh, of <laughs> advertisements down. <laughs> Let me cover my T-shirt as I as I as I walk by her house. Or ride my motorcycle down the Hmm, I wonder what that is. <laughs> oh, I'm the mean lady. <laughs> I could have called her a prune face lady, but you know, she, I know she got. <laughs> I know she's better. I, I know she gets. I know she has a couple of kids because I've seen them there. But yeah, she didn't have hers out. Tell the kids about the podcast, and they'll probably say, "Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. she yeah. is mean." You're right. Oh yeah, yeah. And they say, "Oh, this is cool. They're talking about my mom." <laughs> So how was your holiday, Tom? It was uh, it's it, it was good. At least the uh, the Christmas time it was yesterday. We did uh, Monica's baby, not babies. I call it a baby reveal. It's the gender reveal. Okay, so it was a big deal. Yeah, you don't want to reveal the baby yet. Yeah, no, keep no. keep the baby in. Yeah, keep it there until it's developed, or at least a little <laughs> bit more developed. Right. Yeah, but uh, they did it uh, virtually, so they did okay. the baby gender reveal virtual gathering Facebook Live. You had a big explosion, and it came up either pink or uh, blue dust. Is that no, how, that, how is, it went? This is not the California forest. Oh. No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for any California. You shot a gun there. at a target, and I the target have... just obliterated into blue flakes? Oh, man. It was, it was, yeah. actually, it was actually, I think... Uh, the brainchild of, I don't know if it was actually Monica's brainchild, but I know Whitney Pacheco, one of Monica's friends, the one that went with us to Puerto Rico back in February. She came online via, I guess, the Facebook Live, or I don't know how Monica was speaking. She was on Monica's iPad. FaceTiming. She, she was, was FaceTiming. Probably. Got it. And uh, she uh, did the master of ceremonies, I guess, of that. Oh, whole, she was the ringleader. She, the, she yeah. ran the whole she show. She ran the whole deal. Yeah. Plus, she had sent. Uh, I believe Monica had sent her the uh, gender or the 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 clinic where Monica had her her test done directly to Whitney in well, one of those sealed envelopes. They yeah. have the information. She Monica doesn't know what it is, and she sends it off to her yeah, friend. To have something yeah, yeah. L- Louisville, it. Kentucky is where she lives at. Oh, she got like a pink baseball bat. <laughs> no, no. She they they what they did is the, uh, Monica did some some I don't know. So I guess it was it was Christmas themed, so it wasn't pink or. Mm. It wasn't pink or... How long uh, had she had the information of what? Uh, pink gender? or blue. Uh, I think about three weeks, four weeks. Oh, okay. She just waited for the holiday then. Mm-hmm. I see. So they kind of did that, yeah, because Monica was going to come here from California. Okay. You and know, share and face-to-face with you guys. With us and then, you know, everybody else. Everybody on, online. Got it. Every, you know, all whatever, 500 whatever people were on that thing. Yeah. So, we, you know, we have family everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm not a good uh, live you know, Facebook Live guy. What are you talking about? I like, I like this is li- live right here. I like, but this is live to tape. <laughs> <laughs> this is not live to video camera. <laughs> here we can look completely like slobs, like I do. Wait a minute, you don't, and uh, nobody cares. You don't have a uh, uh, a playlist. You don't have a, a, a cheat sheet. <laughs> no, with like uh, I have no what out- you need to do. I have Out- no, no outline. outline. No, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, but they they and uh, I think I met also. Uh, she's here. And she is. She knew the gender because she was the one that had to put the baby itself, or the what sex the baby was going to be like the symbol that they used because it was like a little gingerbread cookie. Okay. And inside the box, inside these twelve boxes, was going to be that, going to be that Christmas cookie. At the end, that's whoever had picked that box pulls it out. That's what the baby reveal was. There was no explosions. 
it was, was just nothing like that. It was just colored with like a frosting of either pink or blue. I can't remember that much. I was so excited. That well, how did it? How did it let you know what the gender was? Because it was a boy gingerbread cookie, I believe. Oh. So at that point, they're just how do you saying, know it was boy? I mean, because, a baby you can't really tell by looking well, at it. Yeah. I don't know if they put a wiener on it or not. But <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I had I had no idea. I don't know. I, had, I don't know Legs what it was. Akimbo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was it was uh, it was interesting. It was a uh, was everybody happy? Was oh, there yeah. Tears. Oh, yeah, kind of. You know, it's, it's going to be a baby boy, like I said before. And uh, This is the know. first verified grandchild of a boy, yes? Oh, yeah, yeah, the first one. It'll be my second, and it'll be a boy. So Man, and you got another one that you don't know the gender of. Yeah, no, we, Jay's is going to be a baby girl. Oh, we know that one. Yeah, we know that one as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, this one is going to actually have a... Penis! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay. That's, that's usually how, how we tell. How, how much mileage are we gonna get? Are we gonna get out of that? <laughs> Seems like quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, you know, Aaron, he was here. Everybody was here, and you know, everybody's excited, and it was pretty cool. We got it. You know, we had um, a bunch of messages, texts. I had a friend of mine call me from Florida last night. It was like, I guess it's midnight over there, and it, at eleven, I was already zonked. You're right. Because after that, we had Christmas dinner, and you know, I overdid it on the turkey and. The turkey has those trigilic veloids or whatever you call them. Tryptophan. There, I was close enough. Right. In the zone. It started with a T. <laughs> Triglycerides, <laughs> is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, so it was one of those things, but it was pretty cool. So, okay. Hey, did you hear last week's podcast? I did listen to some of it, yes. Did I you, did. Did, did. Did you hear it all the way to the end? I think I did. What did, did I miss? Did I miss was, something? Did you hear it to the very, very... You know that we've been putting Easter eggs. Oh, in uh, our uh, on, on our, our podcast, but yeah. we gotta put that out there because people yeah. like to. There's some people that caught on to it. I was wondering if you had caught on to it because I, 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 I after because because we all I had to do was record that one little piece at know. the I, end. I can't I can't think of what it was. I don't know. So I, after you yeah. left, I said, "Let me stick this in because it was already you know all we had to do was stick it at the end." Yeah, stick so. it in there. What'd you what'd you stick in there? <laughs> oh my God, y'all! I love the way these pants. My birthday. <laughs> right? Did you hear that? Did yeah, you? yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know what that was about. <laughs> it was an Easter egg, man. Come on now. Okay. It was an Easter egg. Come on, come on, man. We gotta make it interesting. Come on. Just like this thing right here. This will make it interesting. Starting off funky. Mm. This is gonna take some of our listeners back. In the 60s, beginning of the 70s, Adam. Yeah. This is Sly and the Family Stone. Yeah, it is. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Sly. And today is, Adam, 26 December 2020. And guess what? Yes. Today is National Thank You Note Day. Oh, it's obvious. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a perfect, perfect use of the day because you probably received... Many multitudes of presents, and today you just get you have time to write and thank. This is perfect. <laughs> I've never done that in my life. I don't either. <laughs> I tell them thank you to their face if I get a chance, and if not, right now you can just send them a note via the text, via the Facebook, via the electronic greeting card or greetings card. I thought it was also known as Boxing Day. It's Boxing Day. Is that, is that in? Uh, Canada? Do they observe Boxing Day? In it's, I think it's International Boxing Day. I thought it would be Unboxing Day, you know? Cause you, 
You're mm-hmm. unboxing your things. I guess that's yesterday. Mm-hmm. But you're boxing them back up to take them back to the store to get a refund. Oh. <laughs> Maybe that's it. <laughs> you're back boxing or packaging. Or, or you didn't get a gift from somebody, <laughs> so you go and punch them in the face. No, remember, we, remember we talked about the, uh, what was it? When you get the gift receipt. Mm. You can take back the piece of shit that they gave you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, yeah, but it is. You're right. It is Boxing Day in Canada. Actually, it says it right here. Thank you note day. Have you ever really written a, a thank you note? Oh, no, I don't to think like I an have. Old, to an elder that gave you something and his mom said, hey, it'd be nice if you make uh, a, write a note and say thank you. That's a good question. I can't I remember. I don't but think I have. Says probably I've never have. So neither me, you is or that, I. Is that rude of us? Could be. I mean, I don't know. Non-traditional. What's what's, what's the what's the uh, custom? Is is that an American custom? Is that? Uh, I know that they they send thank you notes now in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I think if you if you handle it like face to face, if you if somebody gives you a gift face to face, don't you just say thank you there, and doesn't that suffice? And well, you don't need like a written thing to come later to say, oh yeah, remember. Let me thank you again for whatever you gave me. <laughs> well, now you get a lot of stuff through uh, the online shopping centers. But we have like the social media stuff. So we could like send them a text or we can send them a Facebook message or something and say, hey, I got your gift. Thank you. Or you could do a uh, super dramatic style, write how huge this gift is and uh, on the Facebook tag them and let everybody else know that, hey, this is how grateful I am for this present. You missed out on this great thank you note for failing to not send me one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's different ways of doing it. I mean, it is, it, it's write a thank you note day. It doesn't say write a thank you note on a letter or it says write a thank you note on a card. You could just so do it on a slip of paper and you yeah. can just kind of... Put it in their coat pockets. Hey, yeah, I go. mean, I don't know what kind of gifts you get you, that in March. I don't know what kind of gifts you got, but I know I got a really cool one, which is that Kiss Waffle Maker. Ooh. I don't know. Did you get a chance to see that? I think I saw that you did get a Kiss item for if, Christmas. If you but, if you haven't seen it, you could turn your chair around. Oh, <laughs> hold on, where? It's on the floor. It's on the floor. Oh, on the floor. <laughs> Is that, that a standard size uh, waffle? Uh, I, I would believe so. I mean, it looks like it, doesn't it? And it's specifically the demon waffle maker, <laughs> which makes the it Gene even, Simmons which character. makes it even cooler. Can, <laughs> can you imagine my grandchildren between two or three years from now? What do you guys want? <laughs> I can make some waffles. <laughs> I don't want the demon waffles. That's all you're gonna get. That's, what do you think? You're gonna get Baby Shark in this house? <laughs> we make no other waffles in this house. Now check it out. If you pull out that piece of paper mm-hmm. that's on the side, this? Yeah. Okay. There is, I believe, it was sent by Amazon, and Amazon. I believe there is somewhere that you can send a thank you. Know, it's a reminder. <laughs> you can send it back via Amazon. Wow. They take is care that of cool everything or what? Is that cool or what? Amazon. Oh, God. I, I know we'll get zero money for this plug, but you guys are God sent. Well, somebody came through big time oh, for you. That was awesome. My, those are my friends, the Larsons out there in uh, Washington State. He's graced our airways. Oh, before, dude, he? he has, man. That's, the, you know, that's my buddy. My buddy and his wife, Amy. Wow. How classy are these guys? Brilliant. You know? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I also got one of those uh, uh, Samsung tablets. Tablet? Tablet 7. <laughs> yeah. Which is like 380,000. Like a big phone. Yeah, like a huge phone. And that was cool, but not as cool as my Kiss Waffle. 
Did you make some batter? Did not you, yet. Did not you yet. put some batter nah, through there yet? Said, when she's actually going to use it, I said, I don't think so. <laughs> well, you're not going to let her use it? I know it's going to stay right there in the box. What if she presents to you some demon waffles in the morning? Uh, wouldn't that be great? You wouldn't have to get it out of the box. You wouldn't have to put it together. They're just made, processed, and given to you right to your face. All you have to do is consume. If you're able to consume oh, demon waffles. There's only two of us in here. I can't mute you right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's also oh. National Winer Day. What? Winer? Winer. Like people who complain? Oh. People who got shitty gifts. They can <laughs> they can whine all day. I, I, I'm assuming. That's one of the reasons. But you can actually whine about whatever the hell you want to whine. And it's authorized, dude. It's permitted. Well, we had... You know the uh, Seinfeld show? They have a their own holiday, Festivus, oh, where you have the airing of grievances. Yes, 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 yes. You know what? I, I saw Natalie tagged you on right. that, man. <laughs> right, I, And right. I said, what, 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 what? Adam celebrates Festivus? You Not get, Adam. You get the Festivus poll out. You air grievances with all of your family members, and then you have the Festivus feats of strength <laughs> where you, you wrestle <laughs> and fight. <laughs> What are you wrestling if I, Lisa? <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be pinned in like two seconds. Oh, you lose. <laughs> Mentally, you're already defeated. No, no kidding. <laughs> I, you're the guy who least complains, man. That's true. I, yeah, I, so, so I don't, I don't participate in whiner. I, I was gonna, I was shocked. I was shocked when she tagged you on the Festivus Day. I said, Adam, he fights. He puts out a, he complains. <laughs> he puts out a poll and he wrestles. This is news to me. <laughs> And I wrote podcast content. <laughs> and you don't do it anyway. Why would she tag you if you she don't said, do it? No, she said next year we're actually doing oh, it. We're going to have wow, a Festivus man. poll. No, man. That's going to be crazy, man. <laughs> this is here, Tommy. Adam, today yes. in history. Oh, getting historic. Yes, out of out of history.com. Okay. And uh, 1946, Adam. Okay, we've just gotten through a world war. Right. And, right. This, is, and this is Cheryl Crow. What's she singing about in this song? Mm. Leaving Las Vegas. There we go, the Las Vegas, baby. There we go. 1946, Adam. Okay. The mob. In Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. They used to run that city. December the 26, 1946, Adam. Okay. Mobster Bugsy Siegel. Okay. Opened the glitzy Flamingo Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. Ooh, is it the same one that's there today? Mm-hmm. Is it? It is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Siegel and his New York partners, quote, unquote. Sure. Had invested a million dollars in a property under the construction of a guy called... Bill Wilkerson. Okay. Right? Right. And they kind of uh, made a profit on it. <laughs> they kind of made they a profit. They kind of made a profit on <laughs> okay. it, right? And uh, used that same money uh-huh. to uh, kind of introduce themselves into this other project that uh, Billy Wilkerson was doing. Okay. And uh, that pro- that project was ended up being the Flamingo. Anyway, long, 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 long story short, because this is a re- this was a really long history one. I guess I guess the mob history in the Vegas is a big deal. Yeah, and there's all kinds of little nuances and short stories, and you know this story can build into this story. This story is the preamble to that story. Anyway, in this particular case, they went ahead, uh, they took over the construction some way somehow from Billy Wilkinson, 
<laughs> Some way. We don't really know. He wanted to keep his kneecaps? Yes, I guess so. <laughs> he, did, he didn't want concrete shoes? <laughs> Him and his partner. <laughs> and they were able to, uh, at the end of the day, uh-huh. uh, open up the Flamingo. And the Flamingo was actually uh, named after uh, uh, Bugsy Siegel's girlfriend. Okay. And because known for her uh, for her hair, for her red hair and long legs, uh, uh, Miss Virginia Hill, and her nickname was the the Flamingo. The Flamingo. So that's how the Flamingo got its name. Wow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, unfortunately for the Flamingo, the actual Flamingo, it bombed. Two weeks later, it closed. What? <laughs> yeah. How does that work? According to History.com. Was it one of the first ones that was on the actual Las Vegas Strip? It was. There was because they have like the 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 old Strip, which is like the downtown Vegas, where it has like the old the older casinos, the classic Strip. But then there's all the newer casinos are on the big Las Vegas Strip. You know the Bellagio and all those big ones. Yeah. See, I've been down Flamingos down. I, that I way. wouldn't know the difference between the bo- between both areas. I've stayed at both areas. Is the Circus Circus? Out of the classic ones, would you consider that one um, a classic one? The frontier one where the cowboy... It's still on the strip, but it's closer to downtown. Yeah. The Circus Circuses, yeah. right? Yeah. Kind of a low-rent casino. Yeah, that's where the uh, pawn shop guys are. Yep. I, know they're, yep. I know they're down... I don't know Vegas that well. I just know the strip and a, a couple of the side streets. Oh, exactly. I know the side street that goes down to uh, the Hard Rock, obviously. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Uh-huh. I know, because you, you turn... If you're going north, oh, is it no? If you're going toward, I don't know if north or south, I forget this. Right. So if you're on the strip and you're going towards New York, New York, the Bellagio, and that, you know, you're going towards and, Mandalay Bay, Mandal- towards, the, towards the airport, MGM, the airport. Got it. Right when you get to, I want to say, Planet Hollywood. Yes. That's where you turn left and then down that street down there somewhere. It's pretty far out. It's pretty further out. You know, it's just not really good for walking distance. That's about where we stay. We stay at a place that's connected to Planet Hollywood. It's not a hotel casino. It's just a hotel. But I hate going into Planet Hollywood because every time I go in there, they just take my money. It It just goes. So why do you go? Because it's right there. It's so, it's, it's so convenient. Well, you know, that, that sounds like Bugsy wasn't running it back, you know, at least not, you know, not today. He'd be, he'd be some kind of a loss. Anyway, going back to the Bugsy Siegel story, yeah, he went ahead and opened it up. They were taking advantage of legalized gambling and legalized uh, other vice activities that were being seen in Nevada at the time. So him and his partner saw, you know, the big cash costs. You know, the, the mob was into all kinds of... Uh, of illegal activity, here was a chance to actually do it legally. Yeah, their kind style of above obviously. board, yeah. kind of, yeah, kind of, and so they took took it to, I guess, uh, to the Hollywood style because he knew all these actors and singers, and obviously that was the drawing for his casino, mm-hmm. and uh, it just bombed. But you know what? He did reopen it two months later, I believe, back in March, maybe three months later, and then he did at that point was able to show that he was in the black versus in the red. And from then on, it stayed open. But it wasn't enough to convince, again, his partners, quote unquote. We don't know where these partners were from, right? So then later on, on June 20th, 1947, a little bit less, a little bit over, uh, uh, close to the six months mark when they opened, uh, okay. Bugsy met an untimely death. Okay. In his Beverly Hills mansion, so oh. so I guess showing that profit because I I believe how the story goes is his uh his partners uh believe that he had uh wasn't telling him the real deal <laughs> oh, yeah. wasn't giving him the real square deal 
and there's mob rules. I mean, if, mob, they're, if they're your partners, you better be mob, coming clean with them. Mob rules, and it's not the Sabbath track either. <laughs> This is a soft one, my Adam. Yeah. A poor boy, my a poor boy. This day in sports history, Adam. Yes, sir. What's the title of that song, Adam? I mean, look at this. This is Simon and Garfunkel with The Boxer. The Boxer. Oh, this is one that goes, la, 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 la. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. You know, I know this song. I, yeah, I, that's, I am not a, Cy, a Paul Simon fan, but I, I know these understand. songs. Well, yeah, you know, I, the, you I know think the big I am, famous ones. I sure. think I am one of many human beings on planet Earth that knows these songs. Anyway, yeah. Today, according to onthisday.com slash sports, Adam. Yes, sir. 1908, America saw the first African-American boxing champ. 1908. 1908. Give me, give me, give me some of that, uh, some of that trivia in your brain. Joe Lewis? <laughs> I have no idea. Jack. Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson, there of course. Yeah, Joe Lewis is much later. Jack Johnson became the first African American to win the world heavyweight title when he knocked out Canadian Jimmy Burns in Australia. Wow, Australia. Mm-hmm. Man, he big had, prize fight. Yeah, that was nineteen eighty. That was nineteen eighty. He's he held that title until nineteen fifteen, dude. Okay. He was reviled, criticized with do intent to do damage. That's what that word means. He was reviled mm-hmm. just because he was a black guy? Yeah, by whites okay. for his defiance of the Jim Crow racial conventions of the early 20th century. This dude didn't he, give... He a, thought he should be treated as an equal? He, Is that he what didn't he give three shits How, about nothing. I'm the heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah. I'm going to have gold teeth. I'm going to have sports cars. I'm going to have flashy coats. Oh, and by the way, you can hate me even more. I'm going to marry a white woman. Oh, did he? <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> That's great. He refused to keep a low profile, dude. That's what this guy did. This is what... He's the heavyweight champ. You're supposed to be like the person with the most bravado in the whole world, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, well, let me beat the shit out of this guy right now. And let me be quiet about it. <laughs> sure. I'm sure that would have said a, a really nice presence for everybody who, who reviled this guy. You know what I'm saying? Do you have his measurements? Do you know his size? Uh, no, I didn't. The story, the story concentrated. I didn't know what a 1908 heavyweight champion size. He's probably about be. 350 pounds. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> they ate a lot of carbs <laughs> back then. <laughs> Not sumo. They, is didn't, it? they didn't look too ripped. Oh. <laughs> At least by what I see by these old that's this old footage on TV. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's it's genuine. But anyway, yeah, he uh, he defeated a bunch of U.S. Ta- challengers, a crap load of them. He tried to uh, to box a guy called, I believe his name was Jim Jeffries, and the guy just refused to give him a He's fight. a comedian. I, he's very funny. <laughs> Jim Jeffries. No, this is a, a boxer. Another Australian guy. <laughs> so maybe it was Jim Jeffries. Oh, anyway, yeah, this dude, he uh, he went. Uh, finally, uh, Jim uh, Jim Jeffries did give him the fight, and <laughs> he came out of retirement to uh, to fight uh, uh, Jack Johnson. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, all these other all these other fighters that tried to beat him. I believe the press had dubbed them the Great White Hope because they oh, were because okay. they were, we're yeah, he's for somebody just, yeah, to beat this, this black guy. This was a guy, yeah, somebody for to beat this guy, and he went and kicked Jim Jeffries' ass, <laughs> and he went in there just trying to try and tell <laughs> he jokes. Should, he should, <laughs> <laughs> you should have stayed retired. <laughs> And while this is all going on, this guy still, you know, messing around, being flashy, you know, dating white women and doing all kinds of things. That was extremely, it's a miracle they didn't kill this dude. 
and this was like back when the day when in a prize fight you would have fifteen rounds. Is we don't even have fifteen round. Yeah, fights because anymore. this these fight, were like these were like twenty round fights or however long. No, this plus this, like small, super small gloves, if if gloves at all. I don't. Even this know. first one out of Canada, this excuse me, out of Australia that he fought, mm-hmm. he knocked the guy out in fourteen rounds. This is four, round fourteen. Knocked dude. him out in fourteen. Yep, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> this one bad dude, right? This is, yeah. This is better than bad bad Leroy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he was finally. Uh, Put in jail for transporting through state lines a white woman. Is that how he got stripped of his title? <laughs> he got put in jail. You know, Nobody actually out, beat him. Out. Check this out. This this uh, law had been created to avoid uh, avoid uh, white slavery. You know the traffic of prostitutes and things things of this nature. And they went ahead and stuck it. To, is that a thing? Uh, back that then, was a thing. Yeah, back then, yeah. This white is, slavery. That's, that's how they got uh, uh, 40, 50 years later. Chuck Berry for the same thing. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Story. But his was a minor. This used to be his secretary at the club that he used to own. So it's not like he didn't know the woman, but she was married. So, but and then they they got him, they convicted him. Uh, they were gonna send him to Kansas to do his year. He went out. Uh, it was federal prison, by the way. Oh. And uh, he fleed the country dressed as a black baseball player <laughs> in in a uniform. <laughs> I guess so. It's, it's, so it's a wacky story. It's, he had cleats I, I, and the I stirrups. Could, I, couldn't, and I couldn't stop reading this story. I said, "Wow, this is pretty interesting." And then finally, I think he boxed around Europe and some other places. Mm-hmm. Finally, he had some fight in Cuba against some guy that I really don't care who it was. Right. And he threw the fight because he was negotiating with the government to turn himself in. Okay. And through uh, the fight. Through the fight. Lost against this guy. Comes back to the States. The marshals apprehend him, put him in jail for a year. <laughs> so his negotiating skills, I guess, weren't that good. Nah. Anyway, he had a couple of other odd jobs. He worked in vaudeville. He worked as a carny. And in, uh, it says here that 1946, he died in a car accident. Wow. So, yeah, that's the story of Jack Jackson. Jack Isn't there a movie about that? The Great White Hope? There is a movie called that. Is it, is it about I, I don't know if it's boxer? about that. I don't know if, yeah, but I don't know if it's about that specific event. Man, that, we'd have to look that up. Starring Jim Jeffries. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I, which, which one is Jim Jeffries? He's an Australian comedian. I don't know. He had a TV show for a little while. and What TV show did he have? Uh, shoot, I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was on, uh, it was on FX. Where's the producer? Oh, yeah, I don't, no I don't kidding. have what it is. You don't forget that nonsense. Who cares at this point, right? Today, it's Today, it's Today, it's Today. Yeah. <laughs> How fitting Man. for that intro. <laughs> Did you see? We're working that as well. Did Man. you see that? We didn't start off with the Jacksons like last week. <laughs> Just feathered in there. <laughs> You're expecting some rock after that? You got it. Adam, and it even matches the date. 1968, Adam. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Woo! Rock history. I love rock it. history, according to Today in Music. Mm-hmm. And songfactshistory.com. Led Zeppelin, this group right here, Adam. The Zeppelin. (laughs) You lit up. You lit up. You lit up. You finally lit up. Thank you. (laughs) Jeff Jeffries. What kind of bullshit is that? Jeff Jeff Jeffries. All right, go ahead. Who cares who produces that shit? (laughs) 
<laughs> not following, not. Right. Emphasis on not. not following, following their predecessors of the British invasion. Okay. Okay. Stepping out on their own. Who had been widely successful in Europe, mm-hmm. then go to America. Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. Breaks that blueprint, breaks that mold. And after just a few shows to warm up, they haul ass to America, dude, to open for none other than take a guess at him. Oh, come on. Oh, 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 oh. You got oh, it. Oh, come, man, on, I, come on, 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 come on. You can, you got you got it. You know, come on, man. You're my you're my uh I don't have it. You're my Zeppelin guy. I come am, on, but man. I don't have it. I don't <laughs> I don't have it. What is it? Vanilla fudge. Oh, yeah, I knew that, but I would never would have got that. <laughs> Carmina Peace's old band, dude, yeah. it's actress first band. Yes, they came and they opened up for uh they they were opening up for him and they were pretty uh they were pretty good even though they say that Vanilla Fudge held their own. But instead of uh cutting cutting their teeth over in Europe, doing a bunch of clubbing in through uh Germany and all those nations over there, mm-hmm. they come straight over to where <laughs> Everything is running. Everything is. We have the Motown. You have all the music record labels. They're all located right here. We still got Elvis going on. Sure, got Elvis. Beatles are still pretty hot. Sure. I mean, you could say that that's part. They're af- o- over the they're over af- the pond. Yeah, they're they're aftermath. Yeah, Stones. Right. You know, the Jefferson Airplane. We have many things going on. Woodstock. Crosby, Stills, Nash, that's, and Young, yeah, all yeah. that. Stuff. Um, that's right. And here comes the Zeppelin, man. Bam. You're going to give some two well-known musicians, which were Jimmy Page and John Paul Jones. They were session musicians. Session guys. So correct right. me if I'm wrong. Session. And here, fairly two newcomers. You know, the John Bonham and... Robert Plant. The man with the golden voice and the golden locks. Previously in Band of Joy. Roberto Planta. Unknown Band of Joy. Yes. But yes, taking it across the pond right to us. Maybe that's why they're so much so revered here in America. Like they're a classic rock radio icon. Like their whole catalog. Maybe more so than other bands that stayed around in in London town. Says here they played sixteen shows. Okay. For opening for Vanilla Fudge at the, at least in that go around. Okay. And you know, and when they would come on stage, it was bring on the fudge. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and he would come Led Zeppelin and blow them away. And at that point, they're like, hmm, the fudge is good, but these guys are really good, you know? And then, uh, you know, obviously with, uh, this says what stuck out here, obviously, was the violin bow going on Dazed, Dazed and Confused. And confused. Sure. So, and Led Zeppelin one, great album. Absolutely. Or just Led Zeppelin. I don't want to, I don't want to mess with the, block full I don't want to mess songs. with the, How with many the, more uh, times was one that was just uh, the closer, I believe, of the first album? And I remember there had a, uh, Danish television, they were one of their recordings, and that's where Robert Plant does all the band intros before they kick into how many more times. Oh, it's just a rocking oh, wow. thing. Wow, I haven't seen that. You're going to have to tag me on that. Okay. Tag me on that, please. Anyway, Carmina Peace was, was interviewed, and he says, you know, laughingly about it, he says, it was hilarious that for them to come on, and uh, people calling out our name, but... At the end of the day, they claimed their own. And Robert Plant added, he says, you know, this is how, this is how humble Robert Plant is, okay? okay. This is after the Apisa uh-huh. <laughs> comedy Com- goes. They were great musicians, 
with very confident delivery about vanilla fudge. <laughs> Can we find some vanilla fudge today on the radio? <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm having trouble thinking of a song. Uh, what was it? Was Do I think know? we are alone now or something? I forgot what song they what? had. What? They did a remake. Don't are you tell kidding? Right now. You're like, it's, it's here somewhere. Okay, good. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. I don't even. I can't even recall uh, one. It was, no, no, no. It says here is you keep hanging on. You keep me hanging on. Was their cover? Was that for the Vandells or something? But I don't I'm know. sure after this tour with Vanilla Fudge, Vanilla Fudge's next tour, they were they he- were headlining stadiums. They were were they headlining stadiums? They were co-headlining with Vanilla Fudge for the next tour. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> so they kept them along. <laughs> hey, our crowds are getting bigger. <laughs> it says by the end of the tour in February of 1969. So this is what uh, three, four months later. Mm-hmm. The word had spread around the the, the word had spread around of uh, this rock powerhouse that was called Led Zeppelin, and I'm sure there were terrors on the road right from the start. You know, well, here's you know, Carmina Peace had to you know it couldn't be quiet. He says I was the one that turned in John turned on John Bonham to the oversized Ludwigs on his bass drums. Oh, so he's the he's the reason. <laughs> he's the secret, reason. Secret yes, to success. He's the secret. He's the guy who opened the door to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> oh, well, not insane as this wow. is. Oh, getting spooky over here now. Wow, Adam. What are we? Jeez. Give I, got, this, I got chills. Give this one a crack, baby. And I'm going to tell you why it's going to give you chills. I even got the reason why. I even okay. have the reason why you. it's going to give you the chills. I could tell you the name of it. Go ahead and give me the Tubular name. Tubular Bells. Tub- oh, you're, you're a genius. <laughs> I can read a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Adam. Yes, sir. Why would you think that today, actually, in, uh, yeah, it was today, 1973, the horror movie, yes. The Exorcist, baby. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> Opened in theaters with this uh, song right here. Chilling. Chilling. Terrifying. The uh, composer and the performer, this is called... Mike Oldsfield. The song is actually 26 minutes long, the original version. And we're going to play the and, entire and thing. Why, and in why, its no, we're not. No. Entire length. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're, we're not that short of material today. <laughs> <laughs> the, three, the three minute and 18, uh, uh, three, three minutes and 18 second version of it uh-huh. uh, made it to number seven on the U.S. Hot 100, baby. Was that on the. Exorcist soundtrack is mm-hmm. that where yeah, we got it from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exorcist, very scary movie. That's what I understand. I've never seen it myself. You have never seen The Exorcist? You've no. got to be kidding. No, you haven't seen the. Omen I just asked either? you if you've seen Wonder Woman, and you said no. You haven't seen Wonder Woman. Yeah, don't don't. And your daughter is the Puerto Rican Wonder Dude, Woman. You have just embarrassed me while we're recording this. Well, this, that's a that's a question you asked me off air. But you said Dude, you set me you up. You haven't seen The Exorcist. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Okay, in my okay. defense, in my defense. Okay. okay, The Exorcist. Yes, sir. is a classic. <laughs> <laughs> how you like that one? Okay, how you like, okay. how you like how I pitched that one right okay. back to you? Know, I caught it though. You're right back at you, buddy. Got it. I think. <laughs> I will be watching it because my wife got a poster, and it's a poster that has a bunch of scratch-offs, and you scratch off 100 of the all-time best movie. So as soon as you watch Raiders of the Lost Ark, you get a coin, and you scratch it off. Like, oh, mission accomplished. I've watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. 
and we've got 100 movies that we must view, and The Exorcist is one of them. Dude, that's a lot of pressure. Well, it's going to take... Well, if you watch two a week, you can get it done in a year. Do you, mm. watch, do you watch two movies? Uh, two movies is quite a bit. But I barely got through The Mandalorian, and I was only watching that because I didn't want the people to screw it up with the spoilers. You don't want any spoilers? Mm-mm. I know. I would have been pissed. Yeah, you spoiled it for me. Already. I know. Uh, sorry, dude. I thought you were watching it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's jab day. Like Jack Jansen. <laughs> Jack, Jack Johnson, excuse me. Well, here's a little bit. Since, you know, we we already said the musical piece of it, right, to cover today in rock history, right? Right. Number seven, like I said, on that the following year, actually. Mm-hmm. This movie is based on a true story, Adam. Yes. So, do you know something you know about it? Because these... I don't want to. I don't want to screw it up for you. I don't want to spoil I, it anymore. Than I know I there have. are a lot of alien movies and a lot of horror movies which like, have supernatural stuff in them, and they're all called based on real events okay. or based on truthful things. Okay. The guy. The guy who wrote this. Uh, this story. This novel is called William Peter Balty, and he based this movie on a true story of some kid. Uh, I think they named him Ronaldo. Uh, that took place. Uh, Ronaldo, <laughs> yeah, Ronaldo. That took place in 1949. This kid had some strange ailment. Was never been. Was never cured. And after he passed away, the aunt was having some flashbacks or having. No, excuse me, not flashbacks. She was having some strange experiences through the house, rattling the whole deal. Okay. So they had to do some kind of exorcism on this kid. This was before he passed. So they're thinking that maybe that's the aftermath. Of however that happened. Let me shut off this thing. He was possessed by the devil. Yeah, he was possessed, I guess so. And then also, a second fact in this is the demon's voice in the movie was a very popular actress from, I guess, the 40s and the 50s. Her name was Mercedes McCambridge. That was the voice of... That was the voice of the demon. Oh. Yep. She was high... Didn't the demon identify himself as the devil? Uh, I'm the devil. Was that not Exorcist? I yes, I think so. I, I haven't seen The Exorcist in a long time, which I have to need to revisit. Especially is there a head that goes all the way around yes, and yes, vomit yes, that's yes, projected? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. It starts it. the beginning. She gets ill, and it just goes really. It goes really wacky after that. Mm-hmm. I saw that movie uh, as I believe an adult already. I didn't get to see it when I was a kid. Uh, I had seen some crazy movie in a theater in a drive-in. And I think it was I think it was called Bloody Sabbath or something like that, and basically, and I still remember it scared me it scared me that much that I still remember it. Hmm. It was uh, you know typical B kind of movie. I had I remember uh, four or five people or six whatever they were they went into this old abandoned castle to have sex, whatever it may be. And people right. get killed at Of course, at yeah. Usually sure. that's how they all start. You know, some way somehow they're that's into the way some, you go out. They're into some kind of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And they were screwing around in this garden kind of deal that turned into uh, a little bit further out was the cemetery. The girl falls, if I remember correctly, cuts her finger on a glass kind of crypt. And the blood in her finger goes down into this this crypt. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the music starts and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, I don't know, 10 or 12 kind of knights with all their horses come out. Okay. And slaughter these people, you know what I'm saying? What movie is this? I, was, I think it was called Black Sabbath. I can't remember exactly okay. the name of it. Okay. Or Bloody Sabbath, not Black Sabbath. Listen to me. Okay. <laughs> All right. It was something like that. And you're terrified by this. I was terrified. I, I was, and then you know, they go into the town, start killing people. Anyway, so that kind of like, uh, I couldn't see a, a scary movie after that. It, it was big headlines too back when. I remember that's the one that came out. I was a kid. I was maybe about uh, 
I don't know, eight, ten. When, what year did that tell you this was? Seventy-three, I think. Oh, I was eight. Yeah. So I was living in New York, and uh, I saw it later on. I said, "Whoa!" It was still scary, you know, because it's not. The effects were awesome. The sound was awesome. Uh, it was, and it's, and it's credible. You know, if you grew up in the church, was George C. Scott in this? Was uh, he? Was he the priest? Dude, I don't know the names. I know Linda Blair. That's it. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. I do. I, I do. Uh, anyway, this this the demon's voice was this lady who uh, insisted in swallowing raw eggs and chain smoking to alter her voice. What? The, the, what is swallowing raw eggs? I don't know. Do I'm just I, yeah. I'm just reading what you know. History.com says here. Maybe that's why Rocky talks that way. It could. It could be. She also had a, 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 a alcohol problem, but she loved drinking whiskey. So she insisted also on drinking whiskey before she go into character. Yeah, then she would get tired. She would during the recordings of her of her of her uh, voice acting. She insisted on being tied to a chair with cloth rags. Oh, she was method acting. She had to yes. get like in character. Into character, yeah. Kindly loosen these straps. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Such a vulgar display of power. Another another interesting uh, fact about this movie is Pixie, pig squeals were included in the sound of the demon possession. So they were able to stick some, not only her voice, they were also overdub the pig squeals on it. Some way, somehow, they captured that sound, and they were able to uh, create some kind of thing called a chord cluster spanning four octaves. Mm. So they were able to stick all that in there and just make it even even more scarier sounding. Did the pig voices say, Hail Satan. Trying to get to this. What? No. <laughs> I don't think Porky Pig was. <laughs> I'd be terrified. Oh my god! <laughs> I execute judgment on you, Satan, you destroyer. Glad he's happy. It was the first horror film to be nominated for a Best Picture. Okay. That, oh wow! That had never happened. Yeah, that's a big deal. You know, and then, but then they said since uh, since Linda Linda Blair was nominated for I believe Best Supporting Actress, actress. Okay. And uh, word got around that this this lady, this crazy lady, uh, Mercedes McCambridge, was really the voice of the demon and whatnot, not Linda. So they kind of stayed away oh, from so that. They, yeah. They, they're then we're gonna vote for her for Best. Yeah, it was, we can't even it, talk. It, yeah, the only thing it took was Best Adopted Screenplay. For, you know, obviously making the story out of this novel, right? Because it's a true story. <laughs> Based on a true story, right? <laughs> With Porky the Pig. <laughs> I execute judgment on you, Satan! Satan didn't get any credit on the movie either. <laughs> oh. Now, do you know about, you do know about the vomit, because you mentioned that. Yes. Projectile vomiting. Now, they didn't just use... Uh, Regular pea soup on this. Now they tried using Campbell. That was a absolute mess. It didn't work. It because was, you have to mix it with water. It was too watery. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. So they ended up using a pea soup from a brand called Anderson. Anderson Anderson's, Anderson's pea soup. Ian Anderson pea soup. And Ian Anderson's pea soup. <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, they mix it up with oatmeal, not with his, not with Ian Anderson's pee. <laughs> That's a Jethro Tull reference. In fact, okay. And the last fact, Adam. Mm-hmm. 
the theat the three the theatrical release caused something called cinematic neurosis. Neurosis. Does that mean people were so disturbed by the movie that they were having ill effects from watching? Some scientists, I believe it would be psychologists or psychiatrists, I don't know which one, right. made a study. Brain doctors. Got That's it. right, yep. And they, um, you know, in their journal, they were able to classify this craze associated to a horror film as cinematic neurosis. Okay. Did I pronounce that right? Neurosis? Neurosis. Sounds, sounds yep. like a word. Yeah. Because the film struck a nervous chord to America. Wow. As be putting it mildly. Let's, yeah, I know. We let's, had, let's get out of that horror <laughs> stuff. <laughs> it was a horrible section. <laughs> Segment. Everybody know this guy right oh, here. Oh, that's Michael Jackson, baby. That's Michael. 1980, Adam. Please don't ask a lot of questions about this one. Well, why? <laughs> you might have some good information in this one. Uh, who's he singing with this one, Adam? I don't hear any other voices in come there yet. Come on now, come on. You know it. Don't, uh, be, there's, don't know. play with my emotions. There's a beetle in there. Paul come McCartney. There we go right there. This girl is mine, baby. Michael Jackson called Paul McCartney on Christmas Day, 1980. 1980? He okay. said, you know what, Paul? Mm-hmm. Can you and me just go ahead and work on some albums together? I'd like to write some songs with you. Uh, I'd like to write you a famous man. <laughs> <laughs> I like all your songs. Uh, the end Can we make a song together? <laughs> Got it. I'll show you my little things. <laughs> and my ranch. <laughs> they decide to give it a go at him. And in autumn of 1981, Jackson flies to England where okay. he gets to hang out at Paul's domicile. And they write a few songs together and they start working on The Girl Is Mine. Okay. Yep. They get most of a Say, 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 say recorded. Say, say, right? Sure. With a producer called none other than George Martin. Hmm? Whoa. Mm-hmm. Beetle lineage That's right there. That's right. And when McCartney comes to America in December. So this is going to take about a span of a year. Okay. Okay. Now, this is these guys just don't hurry up. This wasn't just let's capture uh, magic in a bottle. So, so Off the Wall was already out. I was already like, out, right? right. Like, did that come out in 79 or 80? Off the Wall came out in 78 or 79, yeah. Okay. He had just left the Jacksons. And then the next album is going to be Thriller in 83, mm-hmm. right? So this is going to be all for the Thriller album. Mm-hmm. Now, here we go right here. So Got it. they come out. He, uh, Paul McCartney decides to come out to Arizona. Some ranch he has out there. Spend some time. Michael and Quincy Jones. Oh my gosh, all these heavy hitters. That's right, man. Jeez. They fly out to the ranch, and they work uh, the rest of the parts to uh, uh, say, say, say. Musical royalty. That's right. During this time, mm-hmm. all this time that they're making friends, Paul McCartney yes. is explaining to Michael Jackson... Okay. You know, it'd be a good idea if you buy music licenses and buy, <laughs> buy, you buy music catalogs. He tells him. Yes. He mentors him on none other than what you just said. Yes. The importance of publishing rights. Yes, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, this is the sad part of the story. And, and Michael says, and he thought jokingly, I'm going to buy your songs. Their friendship and when Jackson pulls <laughs> a $47.5 million dick move <laughs> and buys the publishing rights to uh, the Beatles songs. So I guess they were bidding probably head to head and then Michael just outbid him I for would, I, you the know, publishing rights. It's like if there is ever a dick move in music, that's probably a really, really, really expensive one, if not the most genius dick move. But at that point, 
So they sold for 47-something million dollars, you said? At That's what right. point did Paul McCartney become a billionaire? Because years later, he's acknowledged, acknowledged as a billionaire. I don't know. <laughs> I told you not to ask me a lot of questions on this. <laughs> oh, crap. Come on now. No sleep time. There you go, Adam. <laughs> Saved by the Beastie Boys. <laughs> 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 and this is going to be a short one too, baby. <laughs> okay. All right. The Beastie Boys, Adam, you know who these guys are. Yeah. This is No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Yep. This is off of License, License to, to Ill. There you go right there. I know that one. On December 6th, 1986. All right. At the beginning of that tidal wave of the hip hop movement. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's ready to just go ahead and, and blanket the entire world the still Beast, growing at this time the Beastie Boys kick off their license to ill tour with a show at the Ritz in New York City at the Ritz by the time the tour is over mm-hmm. license to ill will be America's number one rap album that's pretty huge that's pretty big thousands of Volkswagen emblems go missing as fans steal them to emulate their new hero, <laughs> Mike D's signature look, <laughs> where the regular rappers had a Mercedes Benz, uh, Mike Volkswagen. D had a Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was genius. I, I still think that's genius. That's that's almost to the level of Flavor Flav with the clocks. Yeah, that's like, and it's so it's so underrated though. I mean, it's so important. We're not top tier. We're second rate. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you want to be second rate like us. And by the way, we're number one. <laughs> Is that the right one? Check Yourself by Ice Cubes. It's one cube. It's not more than one. It's not a whole tray. (laughs) Then you better check yourself, baby. (laughs) We go to a real rapper right here, baby. Yeah, no kidding. You know who? It's the rap segment. You know who O'Shea Jackson is? No, I don't. It's Ice Cube, dude. What were oh, the that's chances? O'Shea? What were the chances? Oh, okay. What were the chances? I don't chances? know anybody's real name. <laughs> what the that's, my, that's my biggest fault. <laughs> In 1989, Adam. Uh-huh. O'Shea Jackson, a.k.a. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. is fired, <laughs> Adam. You're gone. You are out of here. Okay. From NWA. You got fired? The rap supergroup out of Compton, L.A. What did he do to get or fired? Or Compton, California. I don't know. I have no idea. He just says he got fired. What? I have no idea. I think it had to do with that one dude uh, that, uh, I think the way the story goes, and, and, and you can go ahead and uh, send an email to TommyAndAdamPod at gmail.com and correct me if I'm wrong. It had to do with the manager. I believe Eze, which was another uh, member of NWA, was in cohorts right. with, and uh, these guys wanted their 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 money. And, oh, they didn't uh, want to split so many yeah, ways. And so Mr. Jackson, here, Mr. Jackson. Oh. You know, said, no, yo, what's going on here? Wow. What kind of shit is this you're pulling on me? Hmm. And at that point, he says, I'm fired, dude. Joke's on them because O'Shea, Mr. Ice Cube, mm-hmm. turns later into a entertainment mogul yeah. with various uh, successful rap albums himself. He had a great song called Today is a Good Day. I didn't have to take out my AK. And all the Friday movies? Yeah, the Friday movies. That's right. Are, we, got, are I, we there yet movies? Yep, the, in uh, Boys in the Hood, big, huge movie. Sure. You know, 
Anaconda. You Still know, thug there. Remember that? Yeah. He was with, with Jennifer Lopez. J-Lo. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And he Big was in, an Anaconda. That's right. Triple X. State of the Union. Oh, the second Triple X. That's right. The Friday series and Are We There Yet? That's right. And we could name a few others, but yeah. 2122 Mr. Jump Street, O'Shea. all that stuff. That's right. Yeah, he was on that one too. Oh, we're out of the rap section. No rap. We're, we're done with that. Unless they're gonna, you know, use these as, as some kind of a sampling or beats or something. <laughs> but no, this is the real deal, baby. This is some uh, Motley Crew and Kickstart My Heart out of the Girls, Girls, Girls album. Great metal album. Great heavy, isn't it? Rock album. Is it on Girls, Girls, yeah, Girls? It's on Girls, Girls, Girls. Yeah. You're, you're, I thought it was on uh, Dr. Feelgood, no? Okay. You could go ahead and send that also to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. Says Dr. Feelgood on that alpha label right oh, there. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I was testing you, Adam. We need to edit that one out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm getting the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame egg in my face again. <laughs> That's a long time ago. Haven't you forgotten it's, about that? I'm still embarrassed about that one. So let's move on to this faux pas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, December the 20th, 1987, Adam. Yes, sir. After a night of crazy debauchery. Oh, good. Yep. Drinking. Yeah. Women. Just about Nikki Six. Drugs. Alcohol. Uh-huh. You name it. They did it. Everything. With Robin Crosby of Rat. Oh, and oh, Slash from Guns N' Roses Woo! was there too. We mentioned Slash in almost every one of our podcast though, of our podcast though. We got to mention the greats. Yes, right. Motley Crue bass player Mr. Nikki Six mm-hmm. suffers a drug overdose, and his heart stops. Dead as a doornail. That's right. He was revived, as we all know, legend says, by two paramedics with what kind of sh- shots to his chest, Adam? Uh, what's that thing called? Or a defibrillator? Adrenaline. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Shot. Yeah. Oh, like pop, like Pulp Fiction. They did the uh, thing where yes, they say, yes. I, st- "I stab you three times." I got stabbed I was, three times. The, no. it, the musical intro comes up here. I raise my level up there. You shoot me down with the wrong album. After that, I start reading. I get excited again when I mention Slash and all these other guys. Okay. Then you just shot me down again. What? <laughs> what are you doing to me, Adam? Oh, I, did, play, I didn't know I was You're playing with my emotions. Okay. <laughs> but you're right. That's exactly that was what the, it was. That was the most notable example of the adrenaline shot. That's right. And not only that, after they do that, he rips out all this medical stuff at the emergency room, wherever he, wherever he was at, makes it all the way to his house or his mansion, I would, I would imagine, and injects himself again. Holy crap. Yes. How soon after... After he'd been revived, and did, I, did I, that happen? It says here night? the next day. Oh, man. <laughs> that guy had a bad. <laughs> he wanted the next he fix. Had, he had a Jones for sure. They probably Inspiring put it. songs like the one we just heard, Kickstart My Kick Heart. Kickstart My Heart. That's right. Uh, the Heroin Diaries, <laughs> the legend that is Motley Crue. Man. That's a pretty good one. It is. That's the White Stripes. That's right. Jeez. Jack and Meg. <laughs> 23 December 2005, Adam. Okay. 
Terrence Butler. You know who that guy is? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence Butler. He plays uh, halfback for the Saints, I think. I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's not sports history, Adam. Oh, it's, shit. It's, uh, Terrence Geezer Butler. Oh, okay. The bass player. Come on. Of oh, Black, Black Sabbath. Sabbath yeah, offered 5,000 pounds. That's 6,600 bucks. For any information leading to the safe return of Toga, the three-month-old penguin. The penguin had been stolen from the zoo on the Isle of Wight a few days earlier. Why was he so attached to this particular penguin? I don't know. <laughs> he offered the reward, though? Him yeah. This, personally himself? Did, yeah. To add on top of what already was being offered. It was a newborn penguin. Okay. Newborn penguin never found. Some idiot called either the radio or wrote a letter or something that said he was the one. And there was some kind of a penguin sighting somewhere. Could there have been like a hawk swoop in there and pick it up and take it? Mm, I don't know. I don't know if it was... Uh, they probably didn't have... What year was this again? Probably not like closed circuit uh, uh, TV watching. I'd say it was 2000 and, 2005, did I say? Oh, 2005. Yeah, okay. 2005. Yeah. Well, there should have been some sort of video of that, don't I, you think? I don't know. That's where we always get... The, this was the place where you see all don't those they festivals. Have like, don't the zoos? Don't they have like videos of everything? Like they have videos would, of the I would, pandas. I would think because they want to see the pandas screw. I would think they want to yeah. see them try to make more pandas. <laughs> it's like, like Chicka Boing. Oh, it's like Chicka Boing Boing WWE. They're actually yeah. having sex for the first time in <laughs> seventeen years. Hey, World Wildlife Foundation. <laughs> Speaking of these guys. All right, Adam. I just wanted to stick Sabbath in there. No problem with that. For no reason at all. No problem with that <laughs> because at all. What, because what you're going to play next, dude, is going to hurt. It's gonna, <laughs> oh, oh. It's going to hurt. Let me look ahead. Oh, jeez. It's going to hurt, Adam. <laughs> it's not good at all. Why would you do that no, to us? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why, why? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm without words right now. Right now we're snow blind. <laughs> we need to be snow deaf. <laughs> I'm so ashamed of myself for picking this. Can we just can we just pass this one? <laughs> Tommy, I'm not familiar with this song. What is oh, this? Oh my gosh. This doesn't make any what is this? I don't It is a song by Jorge Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know who Jorge, who Jorge Miguel is? <laughs> he was a half part of Wham! Oh, that's right. Andrew Ridgely. Oh, no, no, the other guy. How do I know his, how do I know his name? Oh, yeah, good. I don't feel that bad now. George Michael, baby. Okay. Careless Whisper. He's singing a Careless Whisper. That's right. Georgius Kairakios Panajoito, a.k.a. George Michael, died of heart failure, dude. Today, or actually on Christmas Day, 2016. Was it just a generic old heart attack? It wasn't <laughs> induced by any sort of uh, drug or anything? I don't I want to say that. <laughs> what? This guy was a great singer, man. Yeah. You know. He was found by his boyfriend. Okay. Australian hairstylist. I'm going to try to get this right. Fatty Fawaz. Fatty is as in F-A-D-I. Fatty. Oh, not fatty, like an Arab type name. Is uh, that right? Is yeah, he an Arab, Arab guy. Just Australian hair hairstylist could be oh, an okay. uh, Australian Arab. I don't know. Okay. Yep. This is George Michael's unexpected passing follows the deaths in 2016. Oh, that's a great part. There's a part. Yeah, that's right there. 
a number of other great should have fast forwarded straight to the sacks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to do none of that that uh, that Black Sabbath shenanigans. <laughs> anyway, David Bowie, Prince, and some other guys uh, passed away when with William Shatner being quoted as as a saying, "Is this year over yet?" Too many people. Oh, are passing that, what year away. was that? Twenty. This is two thousand sixteen. Yeah, yeah. two thousand sixteen. That year, like. A whole bunch of people died. It was kind of pre- it was like a regular thing. It was the warm up to COVID, I would imagine. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if you could blame it. Maybe that the maybe, precursor. Maybe that'll be know. like the Olympics because that's like every four years. Yeah, it also says so that 2020 uh, is really bad. <laughs> no, twenty twenty four. Oh, do, no, do not say that. Do not say that, no. dude. Anyway, also uh, I think uh, Debbie Reynolds it says here died, and uh, Carrie Fisher died that year as well. So, yep. Mm. So, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Hey, Adam. It's it's that time. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could tell you it's today in history, but it's not. Well, 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 <laughs> I thought there was going to be a sounder that says today in history. <laughs> if, if echo, 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 if, echo. If, if, if it would have been today in history, I would have been tempted to do it. <laughs> but no, Adam. Do you know where this is from? Do you know what kind of album this was, Adam? Well, this sounds all acoustic to me, so it's probably an unplugged. Unplugged, baby. There you go, right there. MTV series. And of we're gonna we're events. gonna cover another death, Adam. What? 2017, Jim Burns, co-creator of MTV's iconic MTV Unplugged, died, baby. He did. That's right. The series famous for hosting shows by artists as diverse as Kiss. Yeah. They had one too, just in case, you know. Yeah. Alice in Chains. They did. Nirvana. Yes. LL Cool J did an unplugged. Yeah, Nirvana's was huge. That's right. Mana, one of my favorite. Really? Uh huh. How did LL Cool J do the unplugged thing? It was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. You, it's uh, it was done. I want to say yes, acoustically. It had drums. If you go to, I said, Mama, Mama said, knock you out. He was able to do it acoustically. It was pretty awesome. So he had a, a band mm-hmm. playing the beats or whatever. And he was not, not the not only not one. Jay-Z also is credited to be on Unplugged also as well. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. That, he was, this dude was struck, the creator was struck by a taxi while crossing Fifth Avenue in New York City three days earlier huh. while he was walking uh, his eye-seeing dog. His what dog? Near his Upper East Side home. This guy was blind. Oh. Wow. I didn't know that about this guy. There you go right there. I, I, threw, I threw you off. Yeah. Nice. I wasn't expecting I, that. I amazed you today. <laughs> yeah. We kind of like, you know, we we, we, we frosted over the, the careless whisper, which was good. I have you co- com- <laughs> completely distracted. And this was actually his 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 brainchild, the whole um, Unplugged series? He was the co-creator of the series. Wow. Who would think? Yeah. A lot of the stuff that MTV did came out that way. They were just throwing out, you know, throwing the dice on it, you know, except for remote control, that completely sucks. But he should have had, like, super sensory perception, though, right? Because once you lose one sense, like the, the other ones, like, pick him up, like, pick like, up the, like, the slack. Like, he was the Matt Murdock of MTV. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Adam, we're getting classic now. Our segment switches. Is it a Vietnam movie we're going to talk about now? We are not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about significant album on today is Adam. Ooh. 
significant album. Rolling Stones, obviously. obviously. You already heard it, baby, right there. Obviously. Hot Rocks, Adam. Oh, like a, their night, greatest hits? Night, oh, hold up, hold Early up. Early greatest hits. Oh, hold up, hold okay. up. Go ahead. 1964 to 1971 is the rest of the title of that album right there, baby. So through uh, Sticky Fingers album. Is that right? Yes, this is a compilation album by the Rolling Stones. Not greatest hits. Compilation is previously unreleased material or different versions of already uh, a very well-known song. That's what it is on Hot Rocks? That's what it is, okay. dude. That's right. Okay. It became Rolling Stones' best-selling release in their career, dude. Because it's just hit after hit after hit. That's right. And enduring and popularly. It's an enduring and popular retrospective is what it says here. It says, while the album carried most of the band's biggest hits, because you just said that, right? Right. And why did I have to repeat it? Because it was on this damn paper. <laughs> it does drop a few of them new tunes that stand out, which is Play With Fire, Under My Thumb, and Give Me Shelter, Baby. Mm. What do you think about that? But they're alternate versions, is that what you're saying? Mm -hmm. That's right. Hmm. The iconic cover of the album are the silhouettes yeah, of like, the... Uh, it's like a rushing nesting doll, <laughs> but like their heads. But it's a Rolling Stone, like yeah. a big head, and then a slightly smaller head, smaller head, smaller head. That's yeah. pretty cool that they could do uh, that, or in other words, combine art forms. Because photography back then, you know, not everybody had a digital camera and, and, and can be a photographer or a, a, uh, a expert at the art of photography. I this has to be, that. this has to be, this was when they were, what do they call those things? The blue rooms or the black rooms or the, where they had to go and develop these films. Oh God, I forgot. The dark room or. Dark room. That's yeah, yeah, close enough. You got it. I was in the zone. You got it. So they had to do all these things. They had to do all these creations. They had to overlap. So that was very cool side note. The photographer, that was a guy called uh, Ron Raffinelli. Okay. Anyway, Hot Rocks, uh, Hot Rocks. Peaked at number four on the Billboard Hot 200, baby. Really? Mm-hmm. So this is their highest-selling album, and it didn't make it to number one? Mm -mm. Wow, that's weird. As of November 2020, the album has spent 347 weeks on the charts. So it would fall off the charts, yes, and it would comes, reappear every right, once in a while. That's right, comes back and oh. forth. That's right. Man. The album was certified 12 times platinum by Woo. the RIAA, wow. the Recording Industry Association of America. The album was not released in the UK. I thought this was a super cool fact. No? Uh, until May the 21st of 1990, to really? coincide with the Urban Jungle Tour. So this was back when they had different releases on one side in Europe and then different releases in America like the Beatles used to do like a combination of B-sides or you know whatever you want to call it but there would be they would release an album but it would be like different versions you'd have the UK version and you'd have the American version just like when you like these powerhouse re records that come just only in Japan okay they're not available here for some reason mm -hmm. so hmm. yes if so, you were going to pick up a a Rolling Stones album, they're probably not one of your top favorite bands of all time, right? I like the Stones, yeah. I like, you know, I'm not a super. Would they, would they be in your top fan? Would they be in your top twenty bands they of would all be, time? They would probably be my top. Oh, okay. If maybe my top fifth, maybe my top ten, maybe my top fifteen. Would this be 
what you would purchase if you had to have one of their albums. Yes, definitely. It'd be a, yeah, yeah, a collection yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. Now I would I I would try to stick in there something like uh, "Fool to Cry," even though that's my favorite Stone song. Oh, you'd like to have that added to it? I like that added to get you know this is the request line, please. Uh, Mick, okay. oh, hold on. They, oh, what were the chances you're we getting? Can, it? We can make <laughs> we can make this happen. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. You are a gentleman. This was not actually included in the on, the on the Hot Rocks <laughs> <laughs> album. <laughs> But you can make special requests. Ooh, yes, these days. I love this song. I don't know what it is. And Adam, that was significant album for today, twenty six December, twenty twenty. Mm. Oh, oh, thank you, Mick. Did you did Listen you hear the Mick. Did you hear that intro? Yeah. How I slid it right in. Ah, getting better. It's like, it's like you're getting ready to talk up I'm records. Getting, here. I'm getting, I'm getting better. <laughs> 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 wow, man. But yeah, that time oh. on the charts, that's a huge amount of time. I thought that was like really uh, exclusive for things like Dark Side of the Moon or something like that, you know? Because they've been on there for decades. But apparently, the Rolling Stones' greatest, well, not greatest hits, but the compilation. The compilation. Get, get, it right, get it right. Get it right. Get it right. Compilation. There's a difference. It's incredible. There's a difference. It's a good one. Uh, yes. It's a good one. I like greatest hit albums. I, think I, I, do, I do too. I told you that. I mean, if you look at some Rolling Stone albums, they're all typically. Great. <laughs> typically, you'll have three or four really good songs. Powerhouse, and then have a bunch of filler that you don't really care if you listen to that often. The deep cuts with Adam Tate. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I would do. I would do the greatest. <laughs> Adam, and that was significant album again for the second time. Oh, Adam! Rock and roll born this week. Speaking of bands, we need Ooh. to have on like every episode. <laughs> it's been a while, has <laughs> it? No, only about a week. <laughs> Happy birthday, Lars Ulrich from Metallica. Oh, Lars, this time. That's right, man. December the twenty sixth, nineteen sixty three. Mm. Lars is 57. 57. Oh, That's right, baby. Today. So Happy a million dollars says this guy is celebrating big time. I don't know if he's going to be social distance, but, you know, these guys can afford to have COVID tests before they walk into the facility. <laughs> Wherever the party may be. King Nothing, one of my favorite Metallica jams, baby. I think they're in the middle Give of Give it right to me Saturday morning. <laughs> It's about thirty. It's about thirty-two degrees outside, and we're. <laughs> it's got all of a sudden really hot in yeah, here. I know. It's, like, it's getting humid Ooh. in here, real, real bad. Ooh, my heart keeps going, man. That's they're in the studio. I mean, figuring out, figuring out studio things, right? I believe so. Yep, they've had time to write. They might they might be distanced? They might be doing it over Zoom or something, yeah. but they're they're still putting things together. Yeah, they. I think it was either Loudwire or one of those uh, one of those metal online mags put out something this week about Lars' songs or albums that he's listened to while he's been quarantined. Oh, really? So yeah. Did you have any insight on that? Uh, Did you read I, I it? Didn't, I didn't bother reading it. No, I was afraid that I was going to get a list like Bono. He's probably just listening to old King Diamond albums That's, or something. Uh, That's probably what he's doing. A million bucks says he's li- <laughs> he was really listening to that. <laughs> Woohoo! Adam, let's keep it going, man. Turning 56 today. Okay. The singer of this band, baby. That's got to be Ed Vedder. You got it. 
Eddie Vedder, born December the 23rd, 1964. Mm. Glorified G, great song. It, this is a deep cut. Yeah, it's not one that you hear that often, no, really. Great song. It's about guns and gun control. And it's things, about a pellet gun. Yes, thing, things that Eddie doesn't like. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, he's sticking to your face. <laughs> Take that one, you gun lovers. <laughs> Let me, oh, yeah, uh, who's breaking into my house? Here, let me just use my verbalization towards you. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I sing at you, you'll leave my house. That's right. Of course, he has enough money that he has, you know, triple-gated community. No, I don't believe you. No, no way. Security staff. No, I can't believe you. No, a moat no. and drawbridge. The whole no. thing. I won't believe I refuse to believe you on that one. <laughs> There is no. Wait, he's a there, man of the people, though, right? That, well, that's you know they were on that. They were on that. What was it on that? Uh, <laughs> they were on they what? Were, they were on this. Uh, what do you call it? The uh, something where you could pay like twenty five bucks, and they were gonna be. Was it with Neil Young for Biden here not too long ago? Oh yeah, they're advocates. Yeah, they they advocate for uh, certain political causes. Well, right now, Adam, we're gonna forget about that right now because we're gonna be to the most. It's oh. the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast birthday number three. Big butt. That's horrible, Adam. <laughs> but for some reason, I like it. I like it. I like no, it. that's good stuff. I like it. I like it. Oh, that was even worse right there. <laughs> I gotta work on something with this one. I don't know. I gotta. I gotta figure it out. Okay. I got a week off. You can let tweak me see. it. Let me see. I got a week off. I can Ooh. figure this out. Yeah. Oh, there's gonna be all sorts of new That's things. That's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Adam, Adam, pull out the Lord of the G-string app. All right. I'm loading my app. Are you loading it right now? Yes, I am. Are you getting any heavenly signs as you're doing it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've just is, muted it. Is it <laughs> Is it coming from the Vatican by any chance? Yeah. <laughs> it all comes by way of the Are Vatican. Are you ready? Here, go ahead, Adam, right Papal here. Papal approved. S-A-L. Mm-hmm. M-A-N-N-S-A. Salmanasa. You got her? Salmanasa yep. Rogers. Yep. Oh, Agent X3 did a great job on this one, baby. Okay, let me see here. I better load up my app while I'm at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you likes. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think we have anything for models.com this week. Uh, we don't have any we, stats we, on, we, on we, what's we her name? Sal, <laughs> Salmonella? <laughs> no, Salmonassa. <laughs> so, Salmonassa. She looks, uh, yeah, she is well proportioned. She she's looking, is. She's, she's very fit. She is, uh, yes, absolutely. Is she, uh, is she, uh, does she hawk products? Does she tell you what's good in the world? Hey, she has a turtle. No, here's what I gotta say. Oh, You've been, <laughs> let me, let me, let me get back to, let me get back to, uh, to where we need to be at. This is a serious part of the podcast. Yeah, it is. Oh, look at that. She has earbuds and everything. Look at that. She's really, she's really put together. <laughs> she has no air, uh, any other place. So you're saying she has <laughs> air buds in her ears. <laughs> Agent X3 noticed that uh, we were using a lot of the Brazilian material. Okay. Yeah. Well, we had a Eastern European. We had a Russian not that long ago. Remember? We did. I think I might have followed that Russian. Now, before we get into it, <laughs> did you click on, did you double tap like the, like, like, you know, like the Pope, like Francis? 
<laughs> yeah, I might have. <laughs> but she only has 417,000 followers. Where does uh, Salmanasa hail from? Don't, 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 don't rush me. Don't oh. rush me. I gotta give you the, gotta give you the, the, the government, okay? Okay, good. Not only is she an Instagrammer, Obviously. in this case, she's also a YouTuber. Oh, she YouTubes? That's right. Makeup YouTubes? Uh, they for makeup? No, I, I haven't got to that part yet. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay. She's also on OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, times are tough. I don't know how many of those 417,000 listeners uh, are on her OnlyFans, but I'm sure that uh, uh, she has quite a few. Anyway, she is okay. a, here we go, here we go. Now, this is what you've been waiting for. Yep. She is an influencer. Yes. What were the chances? Yep. Pretty high. Pretty. Yep. But she is our first, our numero uno. She's a trailblazer? She's Glute a... isolation expert. Glute isolation? Yes, Adam. How do you get that accreditation where you become the expert of glute isolation? And it's, by the way, you can only get that training online. <laughs> oh, wow. So she must be certified online somewhere. I don't know. Just like they do for to, to marry people. I don't know. Give, wow. give out marriage licenses. She does glute isolation expert. Now, I had to research. What does that mean? Is that like a, that? Yes. Is that how you glute isolate? Yes, she's okay. isolating those glutes. Yeah, in other words, is. In other words, she is uh, the innovator behind bootybuilding.com. Actually, no, excuse me. Booty building by sound. Now, is that an isometric exercise where you remain motionless and you just kind of flex the muscle? Or does it require movement? Like Adam. There's a whole squatting Adam, mi amigo. procedure? Adam, mi amigo. I've, okay. I've lost my ability to speak English there for a minute. <laughs> I couldn't answer that immediately. Okay. I just recommend that you go to her YouTube. Oh, oh, oh. There might be some other ones on her OnlyFans. I don't know. I haven't. I don't have an OnlyFans, so I don't She's know. Probably isolating a lot over there. Her YouTube was pretty awesome. She did do if isometric. If that's what it means, I don't know really what that means, but I did see a lot of that that you just described. So I'm going to say yes. <laughs> now for her ethnicity, Adam. Okay. Okay. Take a shot at what she might. Well, her skin has a tone of very, it's a very tanned. Uh, she has a tall forehead, a very, very narrow nose. I'm going to say she is from the country of Spain. You are wrong. What? You could have been close in a, in a ways. In a ways, you could have been because Spain was one time invaded by the Arabs. What? So, at one time, yes. And that's oh, right. She is Russian she, Arab. Russian Arab? Russian Arab. What kind of combination How, is that? However, she grew up in Sweden. What were the chances? Oh, Look at these pictures. Wow. Did you see this one where she's in this white dress kind of thing? Look at this. Which she, it's, it has Sweden. Yes, that it has Sweden. <laughs> that's exactly the one. How can we be looking at the same picture? The well, same she's time? isolating <laughs> her glutes. <laughs> <laughs> Through the Lord of the G-String apps. <laughs> it only brought up the G-String ones. <laughs> Adam, I would invite you to go to YouTube right now, but we're just going to let our listeners go to YouTube. Yep. Uh, you can go to her Instagram. She has a bio that links She has on. a technique that she uses she, on all of her, all of the, the clothing that she wears on the bottom half of her body. She takes the sides and she pulls them way up high. So, oh, the, the cloth, the cloth goes really <laughs> turned on. The, the cloth goes really high into the, the, the region. Yes. You know, that to the, the kidneys the downstairs region. Yes. 
and her hips are really high. She <laughs> anyway, pull that really. Up anyway, invite you and the Adam later on, not now because we're in the middle of the podcast, and our listeners to go ahead and uh, YouTube her, as you can see what Adam is speaking about, yeah. and she could also be linked uh, in Instagram to Booty Building by Sol. It's an instructional gluteo isolation page, and that Adam. Wow. <laughs> That's was good. the time in Adam. Third birthday, Third baby. Birthday. Oh, she's 35 years old as well, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, whenever that may be. <laughs> oh, Adam. Oh, boy. It's, that was a it's, good one. It's the birthday section, Adam, so I have uh-huh. no other choice but to uh, include as a special mention. Adam. Oh, we got more. We got fourth yes, birthday. Yes, we had a fourth birthday. Actually, a fourth and a fifth birthday. Wow. Ian Fraser Kilmister. Is that uh, Lemmy? Was born, yes, on December 24, 1945. And he shares a birthday with Mr. Enrique Martin Morales. Okay, Morales. Ricky Martin, baby. Oh, <laughs> whoa. Wow. So as you're doing the Ace of Spades, you're shaking the, the bomb right bomb. There. They share a birthday. <laughs> None of them are a gluteal isolation expert. So they do not beat out Sama Lama Lama, whatever it no, name was. No, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, Adam. Oh, boy. It's break time. It's hashtag what the frijoles. Oh, my God, Adam. Here Thank it is. You. Here it is. Uh, Tommy, do you know about this thing we had a few years back called World War II? We did, yeah. It was a big war against uh, Germany. Do you know how it ended? Yeah, we kicked ass. The U.S. did. How do we? Uh, unless, how do we end you, it? Unless you listen to the Avengers, you know, if, if you if you watch the Avenger movies, we never ended it. It just, oh. kept, just kept on going. But how did it end? Mm-hmm. What happened at the very end? Uh, what happened at the very end is oh. that. Uh, are you asking me in a in a in a real historic way? Yeah, real historic. Russian, way. Britain, and the U.S. all converged upon Germany. Okay. By different sides. How about dealing in our dealings with Japan? Oh, how did how did that end? Man, that ended on a really bad note. <laughs> a really bad note for our friends out of Japan with Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Uh, yeah, a couple of atomic bombs. That's right. Yes, yes. Would it surprise you to know that there was a, an alternate plan? in place before the atomic bombs actually came and were designed and were prepared and ready there was another plan already in place oh wow atomic bombs sal manana just showed up on my screen again (laughs) she just she just bombed my screen i can tell you're distracted but i'll tell you this bat bombs were being devised (laughs) they were being made they were being tested Bat bombs. You have any idea what that could consist of? Was it they were full of COVID or something? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. The Chinese were not allies, I don't think. I'm going to describe it. The bomb consisted of a bomb-shaped casing with over a thousand compartments inside, each containing hibernating Mexican free-tailed bats wow. with a small timed incendiary bomb attached to each one of them. Oh my gosh, you're kidding me. This is this is not off the weekly world news. No, this, this is the this real, real. This was this was a plan wow. in place. They were going to drop these bombs, okay, at dawn. They were going to have a parachute release. The sides of this bomb were going to fall away as soon as the parachute held the held it in the air, and then all of these bats were going to flee 
and they're going to find a place to hide, and usually in like eaves and overhangs of homes and things. Okay. And most of the construction in all of Japan was wooden construction, not not a lot of concrete construction right, anywhere right. there. So they would sit there. This timed incendiary device would go off, and fires would start all over the place. Wow. How about that? So instead, that's wacky. Yeah, exactly. They said that the, these bats could go anywhere 20 to 40 mile radius and could just start fires at will everywhere. It was wow. It was conceived by a dental surgeon. Holy inferno. Lytle Adams. And he stated in his uh, proposition that this was a good idea that the bat was the lowest form of animal life and that until now, the, the plan for this, Reasons for its creation have remained unexplained. He went on to say that they were created by God to await this hour to play their part in the scheme of free human existence and to frustrate any attempt of those who dare desecrate our way of life. And then the president said, go ahead, plan it, get it together. They planned on using white phosphorus, white phosphorus, phosphorus yeah. as the incendiary device, but they changed it to a new invention, napalm. <laughs> and each bat was able to hold a half ounce of napalm. They would glue the payload to the chest of the bat. Then he would fly. He would hang. And he, at a certain point in time, fire would just erupt. No. <laughs> blowing the bat to pieces, setting houses on fire. And <laughs> what you laughing so much about? One thousand and forty bats could be inside that carrier. This is genius idea. I don't, I don't, I don't it, Look, <laughs> a normal incendiary bomb, just a regular incendiary bomb, which is designed to start fire, could probably uh, torch about four hundred homes or something. But where this called the X-ray is what they called it would possibly give you up to four thousand individual fires. Too much to contend with for our enemy. They'd be overwhelmed by this. And that. <laughs> that it never is, came to fruition, though, because it took too long to figure out. That is wild. I'm going to have to Google that one. Yeah. Look up the bat bomb. What The bat bomb, huh? Bat bomb. I'll tell you what. I, my, when you said they were from Mexico, my honorary Mexican certificate started flashing. I felt offended there for a minute. They were taking part in the in the war effort. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I just had this one. There we go. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Sound of the week. Tommy, we just made it through another Christmas holiday. We did. But Almost. There, <laughs> but there's still music out there based on the Christmas theme. Okay. Uh, a guy by the name of Watt White, who is a member of the band WW3. I don't know what that is. I'm not even sure. Okay. But he made a parody. <laughs> he uh, has taken a medley of Christmas songs and has changed them into the style of rock band Ghost. Oh. Do you know... <laughs> <laughs> we know rock band Ghost. We saw them open for Iron Maiden. WW what? Uh, WW3. There will be going. I, I, I. Where is my Satan soundbite? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it was Papa Emeritus and the Nameless Ghouls. Oh, wow. 
of Ghost, and uh, he has taken their influence and and made a medley of Christmas songs. Oh my God! Let's go. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. Save me from tears, I'll give it to one inferno. Satan, baby, just light your fire under the tree for me. I've been an awful good boy, Satan, baby, and rise up through my chimney tonight. Oh, Jesus, save us. <laughs> That cross is that cross is on fire. It's burning. Just a little more. What are you listening to, Adam? <laughs> what can possibly possess you? Shouldn't we just talk about the exorcist a little while ago? Aren't you ago? tired of the old stuff? <laughs> this is the go to hell shit right here. <laughs> oh, well, work on that one. Oh my gosh. Adam, Adam, Adam. It's the Tommy I saw Adam Hard to Name podcast. Sound of the week. I saw Mommy. I saw mommy cl- clipping Satan's claws. <laughs> did, you just, did you hear that? Yeah. That's pretty You're, good. We're going to hell for that. <laughs> Jesus, please forgive me. I don't know this guy. I'll leave you a podcast with him. <laughs> Adam, are you ready? Uh-oh. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Mora Focaria. What do we What is that? I've never heard that before in my life. <laughs> Wait a minute, that voice sounds familiar. Hold on. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Mora Focaria of the Week. <laughs> Just in case you didn't hear the first wow. time. Wow, Adam, you did a great job. That's pretty, that's pretty good. <laughs> we finally have one. That was remotely done. Uh, when we start going back to shows, man, we're, we're going to have to keep that one. Wow. I don't know how we're going to do this, but yeah, Adam. <laughs> what do we got? Social pressure is a bitch, Adam. You think we're going back to shows? Oh I hope God. so. <laughs> but okay. anyway, before we get to any of that, it's what makes humans disregard social pressure. Oh, okay. Let's go back to the you know, let's go back to the cue on that. All right, what do we got? Disregard common sense and catapult into stupidity. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> Smoking, drinking, carrying oh. on all kinds of bullshit. Oh, sure. Dares, you know, all that kind of stuff. That's where social pressure really Okay. Is manifests itself. Anyway, with COVID, mm-hmm. it's even more of a problem, Adam. Is it? Why? You, okay, check this out. I'm going to tell you why. If you bow down to social pressure and ignore COVID social distancing rules, it could cause you a trip to the ER or an extended stay at one of our local hospitals okay. or wherever our listeners are at, right? Sure. 
That's what few, I hear anyway. A few episodes ago, yes. if you remember, for the motherfuckery of the week, right? <laughs> we, we discussed yeah. ways to get out of Christmas social events. Yes. You remember that? Yes. And even though you want to use COVID as an excuse. Oh, this is another way no, check that this out. COVID is good. Right? Okay, no. Is that no. what we're doing? Let me finish. Oh, okay. Sometimes you just can't use the COVID reason. Oh. There is social situations, Adam, okay? That, that would preclude that you from will, using that, COVID that, as that's an excuse. Right. That's right. Woo. Okay. So in like some of these certain situations, you just can't miss or say no. It's almost like a guarantee thing, though, because people just say, oh, well, you know, the COVID's going on, so I, I can't really take part in whatever's going, whatever's that's happening. Right. That's exactly. So at that point, you find yourself in the same predicament as Prince Hamlet in the Shakespearean play, right? Yeah, Hamlet. And, you know, maybe in a soliloquy, you're asking yourself aloud. To COVID or not? To COVID, that is the question. Okay, so to code, to use a COVID excuse, is that what that means? Or to not use a COVID yes. excuse? Okay. This here, Adam, is what I had prepared today. Okay. For the sports sensei and you. Wait a minute, where's the sports sensei? That's, I was hoping you'd ask wait, that, but you know. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He He's was not town. here. He was he, in a video with you. Yesterday, he was he was live and in person. Where he is was he on that Facebook Live, Adam. Is he nervous, perhaps? I don't know, but I had this look. It was this is a fair game. There's not it's not sports. It's okay. not history. I imagine there is a right and wrong answer, though, right? Exactly. Okay. Now to COVID or not to COVID. Mm. That. Where's Aaron? Ladies and where gentlemen. Is the, where is he? I even had a tiebreaker, and guess what? The executive producer isn't here to throw in some kind of, you know, Some kind of bullshit to make yeah. me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Oh, you think it's a set? He thinks he it's a think, setup. He thinks I set him up. But you had nothing That's, to do with that. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to ask him once he listens to this podcast. He may or may not have a chance to redeem himself. I don't. But this don't. I don't you not, think he wants a losing you, streak. What I do think, you? What do you think? What do you think? This. What do you think about this? Do you think he had the the capability to actually compete against you in to COVID or not to COVID? Well, as I mean, by the fact that I am undefeated against him, I'm. He's pretty demoralized. <laughs> I think there's there's no way he's going to be able to stand worthy. <laughs> don't say that he's a competitor, Adam. Well, I, is he? Is he? I don't think. I don't think he is. I mean, if he were a competitor, what is, what is he doing? I don't know. He's not here. That's is he all playing I can solitaire do. downstairs I don't or something? Know where he's at? I don't know where he's at. Look, I even have a microphone set up for him, just like the last. Time. I saw his wife earlier. Oh yeah, my beautiful daughter's yeah. here. That's right. Yes. Anyway, oh. Adam, we're gonna have to move on with Adam. Okay. To COVID or not to COVID, Adam? Yes, let's soldier on. Is, and there, remember, there is a right. There is a right or wrong. There's a right or wrong. Okay. okay. Good. Now you understand how this works, right? I will f understand as soon <laughs> as soon as I am given my first question. You're given a situation. A situation, and I will choose to COVID. Yes, or not to COVID. Or no COVID. That's right. I will brave the circumstances, or I will I will bunker and stay away from whatever's and happening. Def and defend your reason. <laughs> oh shit! Oh god. Okay. It was a perfect game for him. Yeah. Anyway. He's socially aware. He knows what's exactly. going on. Exactly. And, and he has the same experience as you with COVID because he was alive 
during the, the starting of the pandemic. So you would imagine. Oh, yeah, you can't have any like old time right. history or anything. That's right. like, all, I lived through it's it. It's all anything. current events and it's still happening right now. Yeah, we're in the middle of it. You know, like, even, and even though now this, this is where this, this game comes into place, it's going to help our audience too. Even though there's a vaccine right now going on, right? The vaccination started. Yeah. You know, and that's going to be helping us out hopefully by the end of the year. Did you already see that Kiss has a show in Tulsa sometime in October? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> so they're, and, and I believe Guns N' Roses has one in Australia, I want to say, in November. So you're already seeing well, shows. Is it, is it Australia COVID clear? I don't know. <laughs> they don't even I, have any. I have piece. no idea. Let's not get too far away from okay. it. Okay. So now what are these? some of these social events you ask yourself? Well, there's weddings. There's promotion parties. You yes. know, There's uh, barbecues. There's a lot of things that are social okay. event driven. Right. You know, And sometimes you have to go to them. Sometimes you could kind of squeeze out of them. Right. It all depends on the situation. Okay, are you ready, Adam? Let's do it. Number one. Okay. The baptism uh-huh. of the kid of your coworker, Manuel Diaz. To COVID or totally not to COVID. COVID. Totally COVID. Totally no go. Totally COVID separate. Totally You're... say I have I can't attend this function because you... COVID will get me. No. Now you did now, No, okay. Now you now. That's your final answer. Okay. No, no, no. You're, you're, you're going to explain something further, but go ahead. No, no, no. That was just a question. The question is just like that. It's my, a wall the situation. The baptism of the kid of your coworker, Manuel Diaz. My, my, my coworker, Manuel Diaz. That's right. Has a kid and is going to be baptized. Right. He's going to be baptized. Okay. Hold on. Is he you ba- already is answered. He, okay. But is he baptized in a river? <laughs> or is he baptized in one of those little basins? You already said not like, to COVID. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I, wait, no, didn't no, I say no. COVID? You said not to I COVID. I said COVID. You said, oh, that's right. Excuse me. Yes, yeah, you, yeah, said, yeah, I said, you said COVID. I can't I'm attend. sorry. I'm I can't, sorry. The, I can't answer, the answer is not to COVID, Adam. Wait a minute. My answer is to COVID. To COVID. Yeah, you, you're trying to get out of it. Yes. You, you, you can't get out of it. You, why can't you get out of that? It's because, a coworker. It's not a family member. Listen to this. You don't COVID it. Why? Because did you hear whose it was? It's Manuel Diaz. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's a Latino baptism. There's a party afterwards. Oh. Come on, you're married to a Latino woman. You know that already. Oh. So I'm missing out on the party. Yes. Exactly. Now, why could It's a great party I, afterwards. The could, kid is put to the side and everybody starts har- having a party, dr- dancing, drinking, the whole kitten caboodle. So Food you, everywhere. So you can't COVID no go to the baptism and then show up to the party. No, you, can't, you can't make no, that happen. No, because I mean, Latino's gonna talk about you, dude. That's the way oh. it, you know, it's like, mm, look at this, this white guy coming up. I, I missed that one, man. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you gotta listen to the situation. Okay. All, all right, right. All right. All right. You know, I bet you that Aaron would have probably picked that up. No. Do you think so? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll never know, Tom. All we'll, right, we'll Al, let's move know. on to the second one, okay? Okay. Yes. To COVID or not to COVID, okay? Yes. Ah, the wedding of your ex-girlfriend's sister, who you still have close contact with. <laughs> <laughs> There's no name of the ex-girlfriend's sister, by the way. Okay. To COVID or not to COVID? Okay, the girlfriend of my ex sister. No, 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 no. Excuse me. Excuse Say it me. again. Excuse me. The wedding, the wedding of your ex girlfriend's sister. Oh, who you're still in close contact with. You're friends with her still. I'm a close friend of her of your girlfriend's sister. Yes. Okay. Ex girlfriend's sister. Ex girlfriend's sister. Yes. To COVID or not to COVID? Adam? No COVID. To COVID. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm not going to attend this. 
I'm not going to attend the wedding of my good friend. You don't. Listen to me. Why? This is the reason why. You COVID that one because oh. it's a demon ex-girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> She'll be there. And on top of that, her mom too. Is Ghost singing at this party? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very demonic over there. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. You're striking out this COVID thing. I missed two in a row. If I were you, I'd get the shot and just hide. <laughs> All right, number three. Adam. All right, number three. Number three. Number three. Number three. I'm going to get three. this one. Movie night with the entire family of the in-laws. That's right. On movie night. Now, it's very what, important. What movie are we watching? No, here you go. I can't tell you that. What? Now, it's this is what you need to know, though. It's going to be outside. To COVID oh. or not to COVID. Are we on a beach? I mean, are we, on, are we in middle America in wintertime? It if says, it's going to be outside. It's going to be outside. So it's going to be by the time that everybody should have had two shots, the two shots that help them out with the COVID. <laughs> so this is going to be, it's going to have to be uh, during the summer or the springtime oh, or okay. early so fall because it's outside yet. Oh, it's outside. So it's going to be nice to COVID weather. COVID or not to COVID. Movie night with the entire family of the in-laws. Um, that's a to COVID. You got it. Hey, <laughs> all right. I'm starting to you get it. You finally got I'm it. Thank you. starting to get it. Got it. Two reasons minimum why you COVID this one, okay? Okay. One, it's a family movie night, so you know the movie's going to suck. Oh, that's right. No family movie night. Come no. on now. You can't show boobies no and titties. whatnot. Yes. Yeah, I know. With the kids running around, you don't want the five-year-old, the six-year-old to be seeing that, right? Two, right. Mm -hmm. it's at night. So there's no barbecue, and if there was barbecue, it was done beforehand, it was done before. and it's going to be robbery. You got it. <laughs> Good job, Adam. Good job. Oh, man. <laughs> Good job. Fine. I'm getting on track now. <laughs> to COVID, not All to right. COVID. That's the end. Keep the it question. going. Keep that it coming. That is the question. Okay. I'm not going to do number five because number five was exclusively for uh, a tiebreaker. But since there is, there is well, no Well, you might as well use it no, then. No, no, no. I'm not going to use it. I got I to gotta keep a secret weapon hiding just in case. It's a weapon? You're going to use it as a weapon. All right. <laughs> oh, I said the baby. I said the wrong word on that. <laughs> you yes. are... Invited to a bachelor party, yeah, on a party bus of your cousin Dan. Okay, okay? not Danielle, Dan. Do you go or not? Now, this is a tough one. Adam. What is the content of the bus? It's a party bus, dude. It's, it's does the bus just take us and drop us off at a gentleman's establishment, or is the is there entertainment on the bus itself? It's two. It's twenty twenty going on twenty twenty one. The, the the bachelor parties are not the bachelors and bachelor parties on these party buses are usually combined now. So it's gonna be an all it's gonna be all gender party. What? Yes. That's not how it's supposed to work. What? Again. Oh. Twenty twenty modern era is equality. So you're saying the bride and her clutch of friends are gonna be on there as well? Yes. Yes. Oh. It's a bachelor bachelorette party. Oh. I I, I COVID that. Not I, I to totally, COVID. What? It's not to COVID, Adam. Come you don't on, COVID now. that. You, you go COVID that. What is your cousin Dan? <laughs> Did you hear the clue? What, what I forget about Dan? <laughs> See, you would think though. You're right. What's Dan's you, reputation? You would think you know this bus is a rolling virus capsule. You know, okay. and the, the the correct answer would be yeah. Let's, let's just COVID this one. You know, because you're you're not thinking about it. it's gonna suck because because there's gonna be girls I was thinking about more, you're, you're more of the gonna... HIV virus. But <laughs> go, yeah, go exactly, like one of those other establishments that you wanted to go to, <laughs> and now since you weren't going to that one, you COVID, you just COVID for that reason. 
But it's also a night of free drinking, dude, while you're mobile. Oh, well, that's I, one I knew reason. That was be the case, but. But check this out. This is the best part. Okay. All right. You could slip a Mickey to the bride to be. Okay. And see if she truly was a pole bunny like your aunt oh, thought she used to be. You gotta eat. put her to the test. <laughs> You got to put her to the test. That's I see what you're right. saying. And let me tell you what, if the Facebook Live doesn't work as she's rolling around in that pole, <laughs> you'll still have video to show your aunt and say, you see, aunt, you were correct. You you finally get Man, it. Man, I finally come got that on, one. Come on, come on, Adam. You when, just it, warmed it, up. It's so clear when you explain uh, it, though. I told you there was the right you make, answer. You make a whole lot of sense. Didn't I tell you it was the right answer? Yeah. There's the right answer. And that, ladies and gentlemen, to COVID or not, to COVID. That is the question. <laughs> I thought you'd be on the bus. You wouldn't be able to do anything because all the significant others are on the same oh. bus. You said they're all there together. Uh. Thank you for playing along. You just saved this podcast. <laughs> it's the Tommy Adam Hardening Podcast. Mora Focaria. I'm Luigi. Adam, you got that one down. <laughs> it's a good thing you put it to recording. Because I'll probably mispronounce it like I did last week. Were you, were you in the bathroom when you, when you were recording that one? <laughs> you sounded like you were in a bowl. Or per- dropping something on a bowl. I have, I have personal reverb that just the follows mother, me around. Oh, motherfucker. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're going to hell between that, the exorcist, and the ghost music. Oh, oh Adam, it's time to, to wrap this sucker up, man. Good times, bad times. <laughs> we got to start our day, dude. Let's talk about that. Oh. I'm getting good at making up these games. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. what. You, as long as it involves COVID, you got a game for it. COVID and teleworking. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I have bad times. Do you have, uh, have your device handy? I do. Uh, you don't need to go on the Lord of the G-Strings app, but you can go on... Oh! You, why would I want to leave it then? You could go on the uh, regular Instagram, and you can look up Margo underscore love underscore... Okay, let me pull this up again. Yuri. Okay, Instagram, right? Instagram. Uh, oh, wait a minute. What's this? <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Big Booty Onion came up for some... <laughs> What's going All right. Okay, spell it out for me. Margo, M A R G O. Regular Margo? Margo. Underscore. Love jewelry? Love underscore. Okay. Yuri. Yes, I got that. U R I. Oh, wow. Click on that. There is a news headline out of the Daily Mirror in the UK. (laughs) I don't know what this is. Bodybuilder faces heartbreak at Christmas (coughs) as sex doll wife tragically breaks. Oh, my gosh. So. We had an okay Christmas. We had our presents. We shared some time. But this guy's having a bad Christmas. Oh, this is bad news for this guy. And he's Russian, too. This bodybuilder wed his sex doll. And uh, they married on November 25th. This was going to be their first oh, right Christmas after Thanksgiving? as a married couple. I share an anniversary with <laughs> Yuri and Margot. <laughs> Gonna be I'll, so excited I'll, to I'll hear that. I'll always remember. How romantic! I'll always remember it. How now. romantic, Lisa? We share. <laughs> Yuri Tolocheko from Kazakhstan. He's from Kazakhstan. Oh, okay. I thought so. Oh, well, it wasn't Russian. It was. I thought it was. I kind of recognized that, that writing. Yeah. Sorry. But uh, yeah, he has his wife is in the shop because she has broken down. Oh my god! What part broke down? 
Well, there, I'm, I'm trying to get to that information. There is an Instagram. You can see Ooh. images of them together, right? There's a sex doll. She's oh. very attractive. There's a lot of candid pics where they're like sitting together and he's holding her knee or he, they're laying in bed and he's acting like he's taking off her bra strap. Did you, <laughs> There's one that's he's, he's eating pizza on her breast. <laughs> But he says, uh, hopefully she gets back. Because I guess in Kazakhstan, Christmas Day is January 7th. Oh, my gosh. So there's still time. She might be able to make it back for Christmas. But he says that they're planning on ordering steaks and sushi <laughs> and have fun with friends. <laughs> That's not pizza. <laughs> She's broken and being oh repaired. She's in gosh. another city. You know, at least their, it, their marriage was actually delayed because he was uh, in a transgender parade of some sort and he was beaten up by some street toughs and so they had to delay the wedding for a month or two while he was recovering this guy's a big bodybuilder <laughs> where did you read this <laughs> i told you the daily mirror of the uk <laughs> the, the, oh let me read the headline again oh my bodybuilder gosh. faces heartbreak at christmas as sex doll wife tragically have, breaks how do you have time for this <laughs> i want to glance right over that <laughs> what how could you stop how could you not stop I, on that one i just want to play the bit right now and in this segment oh. <laughs> well, we I can't got... end on bad times we gotta have some good times <laughs> okay 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 do you know what i'm gonna throw mine out the door i'm just gonna end it up with this <laughs> Good times, ladies and gentlemen. 2020 is almost over. We only have to survive for the next uh, five days, Adam. Yes. That is it. That's your good times right there. Give it. Given that we don't have any kind of major catastrophe oh. between now and five, we still have a. Uh, a, a, a shitload of hours that anything could happen. I know. So I don't want to be a doomsday guy, but still shit. Is there any RV you parked know, outside? I don't know. We may be going to hell Hope tonight. Not. I'm going to be afraid to go out tonight. What <laughs> 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 the hell? That's, that's bad times, isn't I, it? I thought that my shit about the exorcist was enough evil. <laughs> was enough evil for the show. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Good times, bad times. Oh, I gotta bring up broken sex doll wife and ghost Christmas. <laughs> Go ahead and internet search that one. <laughs> it's a real news story. Oh my gosh. Well, Tommy, do you have anything else that you want to I share have with zero. us? I have zero to go, dude. Okay. Well, as always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, our fans, and whoever uh, else. Uh, wait a minute, I got something for you. Yeah. Themselves. Uh, what time is it? Oh, shit, I got some stuff to do today. It's early in the morning. Oh, man. I don't think I'm going to get this out by noon today. So oh, it's going to be a delay in the might be, uh, release? Delay, yeah, a little bit delayed, yeah. And next week, I'm probably going to do the same caveat as we did uh, last week. We don't oh, know yeah, if we we're... Another holiday next week. Yeah, we don't know if we'll be able to be on, on the... What is it? On the streaming uh, streaming live mm -hmm. next week, but or at least streaming, not live, so... We want to apologize ahead of time. Oh, well, we got to apologize for this show. Might as well do it now. <laughs> we might as well do it now. <laughs> Can you just put that in the information of the podcast? All apologies. <laughs> yeah, with Monica here and Aaron, you know, and everybody running around, Wilda has all these ideas. So I got some things to do today. So. Oh, so you're going to be yeah, busy. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be a little busy. But, you know, it'll go out. And just pretend whenever you hear it, it's, it, was, it was Saturday morning. Might be a for day those late. For those people that are jonesing for <laughs> 
Or the podcast. Where's my pod? Where's my pod? I'm scratching my neck. Yeah. Well, either way, we wish him a happy new year if we don't get to to uh, yeah, we, ride the streaming waves. I yeah, guess. we'll we'll ring it in with our next episode a couple of days following, perhaps. <laughs> uh, yes, thank you for everyone who listens. We really do appreciate it. Keep in mind, life is not that serious. Again, <laughs> search for the keywords, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. <laughs> Listen, listen on Spotify, mm. Apple Podcast app, Castbox, and everywhere else that this podcast is on demand and streaming. Activate the notification icon to be notified when we are online, and tell a friend or an enemy. I'm Adam Tate, and I am Mr. Tommy Martinez. And you are listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. Remember to always play it often, play it loud, but play it. Until the next time, we wish everyone. Had a great Christmas, as well as an upcoming Happy New Year celebration. We'll close with Tom Petty. It's Christmas all over again. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast is produced by Date Cola Promotion. Date Cola Promotion. December the 26th, 2020. Tell Bubba.